year comes to a close, we start to think about the future. We start to think about what we want for the new year, right? And we make New Year's resolutions. We make a New Year's resolution that we want to lose weight. We're going to go to the gym. We're going to work out so we can look good, so we can feel good, right? We make New Year's resolutions to have a happier marriage. A New Year's resolution to have a new job, a new relationship. Things that change, your weight changes, who comes into your life changes, your jobs change. What is it that doesn't change? What is eternal? What is your real priority? And what do you really want? What is the deepest call of your heart? And if you feel a deep call in your heart for happiness, freedom, love, enlightenment. Seeking that will never reveal that until you stop. Going from teacher to teaching, from guru to guru, from ashram to ashram, does nothing to end your suffering. Seeking is actually running away from what you really want. So what New Year's resolution does not change what New Year's resolution offers freedom? What New Year's resolution ends your suffering permanently? What is that? It's the strong desire to be free and the willingness to stop the willingness to do the work the spiritual work essential for freedom it is completely unrealistic to think you will be happy if you continue seeking or if you continue to focus on maya, samsara, the great illusion of life that the majority of people are focused on fixing or changing their life, fixing or changing their relationship, 
with their husband, their wife, their lover, their children. It's the endless conversation, the talking, 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 talking in cafes, right? Or in your house or on the street corner. The endless conversation with yourself and other people is an avoidance of freedom. It will never free you. Even if you are talking about the latest teaching, the latest experience you had with a guru or at an ashram, it has nothing to do with freedom. That's still mind. And mind is like an endless flowing river that leads you into samsara, the great ocean of suffering. As long as you follow the mind and believe the mind and keep talking to other minds, keep talking to yourself, there is no possibility of the sublime happiness, the unending happiness that is waiting for you to stop. So the greatest New Year's resolution is to stop Stop your fixing. Stop running. Stop planning and strategizing. Stop trying to be right. Stop trying to prove your point. And be still. And do the work that's essential for lasting happiness. And the essential work is silence, self-inquiry, and the mantra. Those three things give you the eternal support to free yourself from the root cause of all suffering which is the deep feeling that you are your body and that all of the problems in your life are your problems. So to begin with, you have to stop. Stop fixing anything and accept your life exactly as it is, as the most sublime perfection. No matter what you feel about your life right now, stop. Accept it fully as divine perfection. This is the very first step. The next step is to put yourself in an invisible box. And this invisible box doesn't go past the end of your nose. It does not go past the end of your nose. And what that means is you no longer follow the movement to fix your life, to change your life, to get involved with other people's lives, to compare yourself to other people, to be jealous, to be sad, to be angry because of what you think and stop all that. So you don't go past the end of your nose. You stop wondering about other people, comparing yourself to other people. You stop trying to be like other people and you stop and face yourself.
the one thing that seeking freedom actually does is it keeps you from ever really deeply intimately facing yourself so from the point of view of your invisible box then you're forced to look at yourself and see what is real you become the wise sage sitting under the banyan tree right you start observing what is going on in your mind what is causing your jealousy what is causing your desire to be right the desire to fight what is the fight what is the anger right who is angry who is fighting who is jealous who is envious who is this who initially when you stop and you put yourself in this invisible box it doesn't allow you to go past the end of your nose all of the junk will come to the surface all the stuff you'll be attacked by your mind and the superego what you should have done or could have done the past will come back to haunt you and this is why so many people don't follow the mountain path of Ramana's teaching because initially it is so uncomfortable everything you dread comes to the f surface all the stuff you thought you dealt with in therapy the sadness the fear the rage the despair the hopelessness all of it the self-hatred especially comes up and you remain still like the wise sage under the banyan tree and you observe what is anger who is angry you just observe and you ask the question who am I without giving any attention to what the mind says so this is the nete nete of who am I so you ask the question who am I and you wait and whatever the mind says it's not it even if it's a very enlightened point of view it's a learned and enlightened perspective from a guru or a teacher or India you just stop all that and you wait and you allow this stuff this junk to be released you simply observe you don't buy into it because then sitting and inquiring becomes too painful right you just observe you're sitting under the banyan tree observing your own mind the movements of mind but deeper is what is the source of the mind what is the source of this feeling of you because you will never be enlightened you will never be liberated you will never be self-realized this feeling of me never becomes enlightened never is liberated right this feeling of me is the problem 
So if you become an enlightened me, this is megalomania, right? And there's a lot of people running around the planet right now thinking they're enlightened, thinking they're fully self-realized when they're not. The ego is still very much in charge. They might have had an awakened moment and that's beautiful to have a taste of the truth of who you are. But that's not the nature of enlightenment. That's not the nature of self-realization or liberation. The feeling of me must be gone. Completely gone. And for that to happen, there has to be some very serious work on yourself. There has to be a commitment to yourself. Self-inquiry, practice, meditation are not just nice things. You have to get real about your spiritual practice. You actually have to do it. You have to stop. You have to stop running. You have to stop fixing. You have to stop hiding, strategizing. Stop becoming entangled in other people's lives. Stop playing with Maya. Because Maya will pull you back in to the world of samsara. So you really have to have this strong desire for freedom. And then you must make your spiritual practice the number one priority in your life so that wherever you are, whatever is happening, you are noticing what's going on. You are the wise sage. Until you discover that the wise sage also is not real. And you fall into the heart, the Satguru of the heart, Satchitananda. consciousness, being, bliss. This is your true nature. The deeper you fall into the true nature of your heart by being still, by examining, by observing wherever you are, then I guarantee that after this initial flushing out, after the burning starts to purify the mind, you start to feel incredibly happy no matter what is going on in your life and you stop buying into the mind who will always say that person is wrong and I am right the judging will stop the fear will stop the anxiety will stop the stress will stop the worry will stop because it's not real the me who has all of those problems is not real. And the more you practice and do the work of inquiry, the more and more and more you realize this directly for yourself. It has to be your own direct realization. And realization is way beyond knowledge and even beyond experience. It's the direct realization of the happiness that you are. And that only comes when you do the work, when you actually meditate, 
when you use the mantra as a form of inquiry, a vibratory silence that I've talked about, when you inquire and inquire and inquire and wait, don't buy into what the mind says. Allow the Supreme to reveal itself. It will reveal itself. But you have to stop. Stop running, stop hiding, stop blaming, stop fixing, and wait and see. Allow this divinity to reveal itself. Allow wisdom to bubble up from the depths, this effervescent joy to consume you so that your life becomes love compassion from the heart, not from the mind, not from ideas of freedom or enlightenment, but the real thing, the real liberation, the real self-realization, which has nothing to do with you. This feeling of me, it's so much deeper. The more you do this, there is this vast reservoir of peace and happiness and wisdom. Your natural wisdom will guide you deeper and deeper until there is no you, there is no wise sage, there is no idea that you're going to have special powers, that you're going to be different from everyone else because you'll suddenly be enlightened. Enlightenment is the deepest profound realization. There is no one to enlighten. There is no me. Only the most sublime love, omniscient presence exists. Give your attention to that and be free. Thank you so much for listening. This is Koshi, and I'll be talking to you again soon. Mm-hmm.